Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you have not realized up until this point, you're listening to the CQ Duty Podcast, where you got three vets that been around the world in I-I-I, and we still in this bitch. Damn I'm it. your boy, Black Mac. I'm your boy, T. Hover. And it's your boy, Pete Rockers, a.k.a. Danny Roman. A.k.a. Fuck all that. Uh, Damn, he's, he's totally sliced that up. Yeah, yeah that's I funny. had to. That's, that fucking AKA shit just fucking whack. Hey, man, your boy, why you didn't shut his shit down last week when he said like five AKAs? Because I didn't think he was going to take it to that extent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this was at his house. <laughs> so, so, so this feeling. episode is going to be no only one AKA. Right. <laughs> hey, man, what episode we on? What's this, number three? Yeah. This is episode. Uh, this is posted episode number three. But it's probably episode number 28. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you look in the can, we got shit in the can yeah, for years. Yeah. So it's, it's been a long time coming to get to this point, so we finally made it. So for those of you that are new to the show, we're three Army vets, and we like to give you our perspective on life, uh, our experiences in the military, uh, little current events. So uh, I want to start this rolling off with, Name somebody during your military career. Oh, I thought that was about to be a game or something. No. They got on all your motherfucking nerves. Because there were people. I got a bunch. Probably because I was a bit of a dick to a lot of people, but I got a lot. Come on, one of y'all. Go. Uh, my uh, last supervisor, Sergeant, I don't know what his first name was, Womack. Asshole. That's probably what Asshole Womack. AKA the gay pirate. <laughs> Damn. I forgot about that shit. Oh, shit. Damn. And Who gave that motherfucker that name, man? I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't Adam, I think. It may have been Adam. Yeah. Maybe Adam. So, oh, rest in peace, our other uh, buddy from the Army who was with us. Our brother from another month. Uh, he passed away. Big Wheat, AKA so, Fat Bastard. So we call him Fat Bastard. But yeah, uh, my supervisor, Staff Sergeant Womack. AKA the gay pirate who was a total dick. So what what was it about him that just fucking irked your nerves? Besides the fact that he woke up every morning. With a hard on for his <laughs> for his for his uh platoon. Yeah, he he you supervisor supposed to be someone that if they say mentor you and, and and get you ready so you can go out there and do the job. Or, right. They're supposed to inspire you. Yeah. His fucking, he was like a dictator. And if you didn't do something that he said right then and there, then it was all hell because he felt like you was uh, disrespecting him. Challenging his authority. Yeah. Right. And like we was, like you said, we was young in the Army. You know, we was learning about everything. And stuff. So he would add, he would tell you to do something, but then, of course, a lot of times as a young off, a young, uh, a young person, uh, officer, young private, private, yes, <laughs> <laughs> private. This sounds so weird. Uh, as a young private, you know, you trying to like what exactly you want me to do? Or, you know, you trying to make sure you get it right and stuff. And so when he be like, he asks you to do, he tell you to do something, but then you ask or try to get clarification. He took that as you challenging his, his authority, and then he and would go off. So he all this extra. He wants you now. You finna do this, or now you gotta stay here and do this, or now you gotta stay do extra. And it's it just was he a, 
a new E6? That not that a oh, you know what? I think he came to the company as an E6. Yeah, yeah, yeah he came. Did, did he come brand yeah. new? I I want to say he just. Because you know when people get new rank, they oh, get yeah. brand new. I think uh, it's a hard reset. Yeah. Whatever they was before that. They ain't no more. <laughs> might have been. Cause for whatever reason, now that you said it, like I kind of remember like he just he had just got promoted to E6 and this was his first. So he had to go somewhere else. Yeah. So he, he ended was, up with a, I Maybe think, so because from what I, ever since I knew him, he was E6. So yeah, yeah. He, he came was, to the company. He came as, as E6. E6 but yeah, so I, maybe I, he had just got promoted. Yeah, I think the the thing was. most platoon sergeants are sevens. Mm. No, E6. E6s? I mean E7 typically, but you can you can get an E6 in. We we didn't have that many E7s in the company because I mean Sergeant Harris was like the Seven. only one. Yeah. So. so what did one make do that just pissed you off other than wake up every morning? <laughs> he said other than wake up. <laughs> oh, I, I can what? I can add to that. What? I remember when his ass made y'all march to the fucking motor pool. <sighs> so, something happened. They was all late for, was late. late for formation or something. And, folks, the motor pool was about a mile away. No, it was further than And that. he made them march to the motor pool, like in, in formation, in BDUs, not in PT uniform. At 9 o'clock. We in were, full dress. It was about 95 degrees outside. 9 o'clock in the morning. We I remember that dick move because we was all laughing at y'all. We was, was already at, we was already at the motor pool here. They come showing up thirty yeah, minutes later. Yeah, showing up like what? Sweaty and shit. Ten thirty, we just not making it to the motor pool. Look like they took a PT test. Right. I'm trying to think what was the the one moment that. Oh, I was sitting in this. We was in at the motor pool in his office, and he was just going off about something. He he was ch- he was saying about if if something happened and we in the field. And I instruct you to do something. What What are you gonna do? I'm like, gonna do what you asked me to do. He said, "No, you need to. Dang, what you need to do?" I'm like, "So what you What you talking about?" He's saying, "Cause uh, you don't believe what I'm saying to you. So if I tell you to do something, you just need to do it. I just said I'm gonna do whatever you tell me to do." <laughs> he no, was no, no. mildly retarded, apparently. Yeah, yeah he, he did like, say he was an asshole. He was. I, he was trying to say my mentality wasn't wasn't right for, to be in the military because. I wasn't gun ho about whatever he tell me to do. If he tell me to jump off a bridge, that I should have been gun ho about. You should have been, yes, Sergeant. That's basically anything you want, Sergeant. That's basically what he was. He was trying to say that I wasn't like that whenever he gave me. Maybe he should have been a Marine. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm gonna do what you tell me to do. Now, down, you, your mentality ain't right. What are you talking about? So we was in the office for like thirty minutes, going back and forth. And then, of course, after the end, he got mad and told me to go out to the motor, go out there. <laughs> And clean the trucks, clean the, uh, our, uh, our two trucks. So I had to go out there and wash the. That's what it was. I had to go wash the tires. Yep. That's washing washing the truck and and putting armor all on the tires. Yeah. So he if made you me go. If you ain't got nothing going on, if y'all ain't <laughs> going to the field, that's what oh, you do. Okay. Them army trucks stay spotless. Yeah. So that's it what, might not run, but that bitch looked like it. That motherfucker. Look, yeah, it looked like you can do NASCAR <laughs> with that. Hell. Yeah. I was I was I was so fucking mad. When I got off, I was, went up to my room. I just sat there, and I think uh, Mary was still there. He's like, man, what's wrong? Uh, he said, oh, never mind. He said, well, Mac. And I said, yeah. He said, all right. And I think, you know what? Mary went and got me something to eat and brought it back. I was fucking, I was so mad. I didn't know what to do. Because I was like, this shit didn't make no sense. Like, dude, I'm, no, I'm not your fucking, uh, fucking guinea pig just to do whatever, you know. 
just because you want me to do it, I'm going to jump. He had it out for you. Yeah. It, it was probably it was, it was, no, but he made was, sure I didn't get a chance to fuck his wife because he saw it in my eye. <laughs> what, wife, anybody know what it, y'all know what his wife looked like? Yeah, his wife was, would look good. Oh, she really? Was she came to the motor pool. She was a stallion. And, and really, just so happened I was able to sit in the office, and she walked in there, and I looked at her, and he looked at me. He said, "Get your yeah. ass up out there." <laughs> that, exactly what he said. Because <laughs> I looked at her. He said, "Trail." Nigga says, "Get your ass out of here." Yeah. Nigga was already focused. <laughs> he was already adjusting his sights. <laughs> I, I was the BDUs worked for her. Mm. I, I was. She was the, in the military. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, I never seen her. If I did, no, I you don't. know what? She came up there twice because she came in one time in regular clothes. If she I did, I don't. I, I don't, don't never remember. Seen in the I saw him blue jeans. That's that's when he told me to get out. <laughs> yeah. Because I I saw that and I saw her. I said. And I saw her face, so I made sure if I ever, <laughs> ever, across her anyway. if I ever saw her in fucking City Lights, fucking, uh, what was the club that we didn't go to? The, where the, uh, Motown? I oh, if you would have saw her, if if, if she would have came to City Lights, oh, nigga, she was, she, it would have been some competition because right. everybody would have been on that. I would have told y'all, hey, hey. Nah, nigga, that shit wouldn't have worked. You just had to say it. Yeah. He, we all would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'd have put it out there. Hey, that's Womack wife. Y'all would have been like, oh, okay then. Nah. Yeah, I would have been like. Yeah, I know, but I needed that. <laughs> I needed that. I would have did it for you. You needed that peace dog. of mind. Yeah, I needed that peace then, of mind. Then, then the asshole wouldn't have really matter that work because it'd have been like the whole time. Like, yeah. The whole time while he talking in your mind, you're like, nigga, I fucked your bitch. Exactly. <laughs> what I you mean. want me to do? Go clean the tires? All right. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, what you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd have been everything he wanted me to be then. Oh, you want me? Oh, uh, right. jump, jump. Okay, hey, I'm you would have found your motivation then. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you need me to jump? I'm jumping. Well, it's you? a good thing you didn't fuck his wife because you wouldn't have had nothing to talk about. Oh, no. I still would have had something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have had something to talk about. <laughs> but you know what? And. So nah, I don't remember I got his wife. Out, I came back to Fort Hood for something or something, and I was driving down. What was the road to lead out of out of Fort Hood and Clean or whatever? Thirty, they ain't thirty five. Whatever that road that led out to get you to thirty, thirty five. To get you to one ninety, a business one ninety. That's what it was. It's business. Oh, business one ninety take you out. So I was coming in, and he had that. He had the Dodge. What did he have? He had, uh, he, he, had he and Shaky H both had, had the an Eagle Talon. They had, he, he had did like, have that, right? He had like the other version. One of them had the Eagle Talon, and he had like the Mitsubishi. Uh, okay. Some it, it yeah, was like yeah 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 yeah. yeah so it was, it was two cars that were real similar. They were right. real similar. So I was coming in and, and I could and I was just having to drive and I was looking over on the other side of the freeway. And it was that car, and I looked. I said, and so of course I always remember that car. And I looked, and I saw him. He, he hurried over. He was breaking his neck, looking back, trying to figure out, trying to figure it out if it was me, because it was. Did. I was in the Paseo, so he saw the Paseo. Just like I saw the Paseo, he saw the I saw the talent or whatever it was. Right. And he he looking back, trying to see it was me, and I just happened to Mitsubishi Eclipse. That's yeah, it. That's, that's it. it. Yes. And the only reason I noticed, I saw the car. Okay, but then I saw. The the person when I saw he break his neck, turn his head sideways. I, right, I knew it was him because he he could turn around and went and ran his ass off the road. Yeah, I would, if I could, but yeah, that was that was on the person. But I will say this about the military: uh, the army was a uh, to me it was a good place to be. It's just depending on who your supervisor is or who you work for. 
will make that mug the worst it'll place. Make it a break. Yeah, yeah, it'll make it the worst place in the world to yeah. be at. But, right, true that. But just being in the military and and meeting people and doing all different stuff. Oh, it was great. But it all depends on who you work for. Right. Yeah. Pete Rock. Well, my my experience was uh the same company, same time when we was at Fort Hood. Uh, Sergeant Harris, he was my platoon sergeant. Mine too. Yeah, th- th- he this, was. Oh, he, yeah. Th- it's crazy how he was fucking, but he, he was manipulating his ass. Yeah, that's, what, never, that's, that's part of the story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This this guy, we called him Shaky H, Sergeant Harris, Shaky H, because he was just he was unstable. He wasn't like he wasn't an inspirer. He was a fucking you know? goof. Yeah, he he wasn't the guy you know that you he wasn't the guy you wanted to get deployed. I will tell you that right now. But, and, from, uh, but the, from my standpoint, he was like the best platoon sergeant. Yeah, because you had a fucking, you had Hitler, motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. It's like, from my standpoint, he was like the best platoon sergeant. Yeah. But I, I had no problems with him. But this is the thing, right? You know, and I'm going to be quick because it ain't, wasn't much to tell you about this guy. But, you know, he just was unreliable. He wasn't somebody you could count on. I could. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, to, to break it down in, in a simple fact is, he was easy to manipulate. So, like, we sitting in the motor pool, right? Everybody sitting there. We just came back from road. We just got out of road call. We go down in the motor pool and do our daily, whatever we usually do down there. And so, you know, we all hanging out in the motor pool, and he'd be like, what y'all guys doing? Y'all, you know, chop, chop, get to it. Y'all get out there, start P- PM- PC- PMCS in the trucks. <laughs> and so... You know, we all like, you know, everybody taking their time, get up. And then Black Mac here, you know, Sergeant Harris, what kind of car that is you got again? And he'll tell him what kind of car he got. Well, I, I, what you had, a Sentra? I bet you my car faster than yours. I bet you it ain't. What, what your car got on the dash? And folks, when I tell you that this motherfucker would sit there for two hours arguing him down about how fast his car is, while Max sitting in the nice AC office talking about fucking cars while the rest of us out there steam cleaning fucking camouflage and fucking refolding shit and fucking doing oil checks and fucking air, air checks on tires and fucking doing whatever else under the fucking sun that you could think of. This bastard is sitting in there entertaining this bastard about a goddamn fucking car. I think we was up at nine. I'm, I might have missed count on fucking... So it, it's just like the dude was just stupid, like, and it was just irritating. Maybe, maybe I was just dumb and I hadn't figured out that part of the game yet. Maybe I should have been more like Black Mac, but you know, the the, the dude just irritated the fuck out of me. You know, <laughs> oh snap! And like Forrest Gump, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Well, the person that got on my nerves wasn't the supervisor. I was pretty cool with all my supervisors, except one, but most of them. I stayed in a little longer than you guys, so. Right. The guy that got on my nerves was fucking Domingo Vergara. <laughs> Who was he? He was at Hood. He was at Hood with he us. Yeah. Yes. You got you to brief me so I can. Okay, I'm going to give you a whole story. This might take up the rest of our podcast. <laughs> I was in Korea. Uh-huh. This older Dominican guy, new to the unit, they was like, we don't have anywhere for him to go. So being that my team was uh, 
my E5, me, and a Katusa. They was like, You got what? a, what's a Katusa? Because I don't even know a what Katusa that is. A Katusa is a Korean augmentated to the United States Army. Okay. K-U-T-S-A. Okay. So the Katusa didn't really count. So they gave us a, another soldier. Okay. So our team went from three to four. And the Katusa, they're only in there for like two years and then they go back home. Anyway, this motherfucker <laughs> got there and got him a Yobo. What we call the Yobo is when you use your rations for cheese, liquor, right. rice, and all that stuff. You take it to a Korean lady down in the Ville. You get to live with her as long as you bring her those rations. Right, right, right. So you get to smash and dash, and that's your girl until you stop giving her until the rations. Until the rations run out. Right. Oh, for those, uh, when we talk about rations, so when you went to Korea. Certain things you had to sign for. Yeah. So you only so got it was so rationed out. Like for alcohol, you as. You could get four bottles of liquor, yeah. uh, X amount of uh, six packs of beer. But just to prove, just to make a point, that's only when you're in Germany and Korea. Right. It's not like that in, in the States. It's not like that. It's in only States. in Germany and Korea because when I was in Germany, we had the same thing. Yeah. They give you a ration card, yep. cigarettes, alcohol. Whenever you go and buy a carton of cigarettes, they stamp it off on the ration card. Mm. And that's like, that, that's your ration for the month. You right. can't come back until next month to get right. another carton of cigarettes. Right. Or oh, I think it was four a month, actually. Mm. I think yeah. that was the military yeah. way, especially for alcohol. That was like the military way of trying to control alcoholism. No, 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 no! It was black market. No, yeah, it was. No, that's what. No, it was. No, it was black market. He right because because if you could, if a soldier could go in there and buy all the cartons he wanted to in Germany, a carton of cigarettes cost twice that much. Exactly. So you could go buy. I could go to the PX and buy five cartons of cigarettes and sell them for if they was. $13, $13 a carton, dollars. I could sell them for Go $30 a carton. Well, you know what? Exactly. My roommate did that. It no, it was for black market. Yeah. It was illegal. Yeah, but... <laughs> They was telling us. I like, mean, we still did it for the alcohol, but reasons. you couldn't go in there and go balls deep. Ball, yeah, because right. you couldn't deep. go in there. And you just, only got so much. So right. Once it was gone, you so they figured gone. if you're gonna do it, it ain't gonna be on no, no grand scale. Right. Yeah. It's gonna be on a very small scale. Right. So I would sell off my. I would. You like, give yours away too. Yeah, the you alcohol. Didn't drink at the time. Yeah, I didn't yeah. drink, so I right. gave out my. Alcohol. Nah, my shit was valuable. I was trying to get other niggas rations. Yeah, I, I had a I had a plug to get extra rations. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Vagara. Vagara gave all his rations to uh, his little Yobo. And in Korea, we have these things called alerts. It's a, a siren that means stop what you're doing, get to your unit, put on your BDUs, get your uh, all of your equipment, get ready to roll out like it's an act. Because right. the Korean War was never actually finished. It's just a... Uh, Right. It was like a state of readiness type thing. Exactly. It was a state of, state of readiness uh, alert. And my unit had to drive up to the DMZ. Right. So one morning, this horn goes off. Everybody's down there. And they're doing the head count, and Vergara's not there. The entire unit is there except Vergara. They're like, Matt, where's Vergara? No clue. I was like, uh, let me run over here and ask his roommate. Roommate said hadn't seen him in two weeks. Because he was Got down to, there with mama's son. He down there with his yobo. So I was like, yo, roommate said he ain't seen him in two weeks. We had to get ready to roll, so we rolled out. We rolled out. We were gone for three hours. We were up at the DMZ. We were in the little foxhole in the fighting position. 
Then they gave the all clear. We drove back. We broke down. Everybody goes back and, you know, get ready for the regular work day. Right. they like, Matt, where the fuck is Vergara? I was like, I'm not the team chief. My team chief said, yes, you are. <laughs> hey. So it's about 1030 in the morning. And we still out in formation and everybody's trying to figure out where the fuck is Vergara. In comes walking Vergara. He's not in PT uniform. He's not in his regular BDU uniform. This motherfucker got on civilian clothes. It was a Wednesday. Hey, buddy, what's up? They was like, Mac, if you don't go get that motherfucker. Why are they telling you to go get him instead of the, the actual team? Bruh, or, or the it's, called, it's called delegation, bro. No, they were grooming me to to actually take over the team because Root was supposed to leave before I was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So they was like, go get him. So I had to get out of formation, go down there for guard. What the fuck you doing? Hey, Mac, how are you? I was like, Vergara, it's 10 o'clock. I know, I overslept. I was like, not only did you oversleep, you missed the fucking alert. Ha, 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 ha. You got to be kidding me. Vergara, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. We're in formation. Have you ever seen this in your fucking military life? It's impossible. Usually formation's over by now. I was just going to go get ready to go to work. I was like, go stand in the back of the formation. Oh, the Article 15 is ass right out of the army. Dude, I had to write like five counseling. St- I am proficient as fuck as writing the counseling statement because of this guy. <laughs> so we had like, <laughs> we had five counseling statements. They didn't hit him with Article 15. The very next week, we had uh, equipment layout, your TA-50, all, all of your military equipment. Right. They want you to lay that shit out and uh, you get inspected for cleanliness and to make sure you had everything. Vergara shows up, he has nothing. Vergara, where's your TA-50? I lost it. Vergara, we haven't been to the field. <laughs> How in all the fuck did you lose your TA-50? Oh, one Saturday, I decided to do a ruck march. So, what? So I was rucking up to Camp Hovey, which is, Camp Hovey is about a four-mile walk. Mm-hmm. No big deal. You can do that in your, you know, early military days. He was like, and I stopped to tie my boot. My ruck fell over the bridge and just floated away. Vergara, get in the truck. That was an elaborate ass story. It was elaborate as a motherfucker. We go up there, me, Vergara, platoon sergeant, and first sergeant. Oh, shit. I wonder how long it took him. I wonder if he thought of that on the fly. <laughs> or if he had thought about that for a while. I had right. Yeah. Now, now, mind you, we're all there, so we know when it rained, and it hadn't rained. So whatever was going under the bridge... We knew the amount was going to be the exact same that day as it had been the previous day. Mm-hmm. We get there, and it looked like four dudes had been drinking 40s and pissed a little stream. But it was supposedly had taken his rug right. with it all should, his tears. It should floated away. It floated the fucking way. So we was like, just in case, let's get out. We're going to walk down this creek bed. 
We walked about a mile down this creek bed. The water fucking stopped. <laughs> Nothing. So if his shit fell, his shit should have been somewhere, 20 feet away. Somewhere. <laughs> Not a mile away. <laughs> so that was his first Article 15. He lost that shit. That again. nigga, somebody else had his shit. He sold that he shit. He sold that shit. Yeah. Because he lost his fucking 1050 again. <laughs> yeah. That, I'm sure I'm that. sure that shit was fetching a nice amount of money over there. Dude. That second article 15, they made him move back on post. Oh, he was staying off post? Yeah, he, he was, was with his job. Yeah. Oh, okay then. I thought maybe <clears> it was just, <throat> they was Mind crazy. you, they uh, living with him. The, the the captain was like, Vagar, aren't you married? Yes. Why are you living down in the uh, Ville with a Yobo? Gee, he, he's surprised he didn't get all uh, the right there. Uh, uh, well, it was Korea. That's the only reason, because it was Korea. They knew everybody over there was doing their own thing. So, I eventually made it out of that fucking hell hole with Vagar, get to Fort Hood. And here he Two come. months later, Mark! Ha, 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 ha. And he followed me from fucking Fort Hood to, to Germany. Germany. Oh. Boy, I was fucking Talk pissed. about butt buddies. But the only good thing about this guy, his wife was fucking drop dead gorgeous. Did you fuck her? I wanted to, but he would not well, let me get close to him. I mean, he's that, smart enough to knew that, but he knew that. <laughs> he knew that. I would have just, I would have hurt her. I would have hurt oh, her damn. just to take it out on him. Oh, me and me, like the Womack <laughs> wife is some, is some kind of crown. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Domingo Vergara, that motherfucker, boy, if I see him now, I hit him in the throat. So what was your worst deployment or field exercise? I got that. My 20th birthday. In Korea, we set up with an air defense artillery unit. And this general wanted to do something new. So he wanted one van to go out about 10 to 15 miles away. And he was going to have tanks come through periodically through the day to test their uh, communications equipment. We were short-handed people. I had to go by my fucking self. What? Yes. Did you have to set up camo and everything? It was like a full... I didn't have to set up camo. Okay. Because that's uh, impossible that's... to do by yourself. Yeah. Exactly. But rem- remember the stuff we learned, uh, the line of sight equipment that we learned in... In AIT. Yeah. That's what we had. Yeah. So I had the shotgun, the the uh that tall the antenna right. pointed all right, get the right azimuth and all of this right, bullshit. Right. So I get out there, I do this, I'm like, okay, these motherfuckers is coming. One hour pass, two hours pass, five hours pass, in the middle of the fucking night, mind you, I'm by myself. These motherfuckers knocking on the van. I wake up. I'm so fucking discombobulated. I don't understand English. God damn. God damn. <laughs> I'm by myself. And I've been up since the ass crack of dawn. Right. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about, dude. What are you saying? So once he finally, you know, gets me around, you know, I go connect into uh he had a cable that I could connect to his uh, tank 
and he was able to make the call right and call back and then they just kept coming through I'm dead tired I'm fucking like I hate my life I was like maybe this is where I'm gonna die I hit in the middle of nowhere in fucking Korea with tanks <laughs> driving by yeah, because you, you couldn't fall asleep. I mean, you could, but you needed the timer so them generators wouldn't run out. Exactly. Went, so, you know. Ain't no cell phone with a, with a timer. No. I'm, I'm out there, motherfucker, just pouring gas into the generator. I'm like, I'm not switching these bitches over. Right. Oh, Cause okay. Because if it yeah. drops. Because if it drops, then everybody looking at me. Oh, yeah. You, and if you, I can't get it up, I'm stuck like Chuck. You fucked the whole field exercise Exactly. Up. So I'm out there like. I ain't gonna never see my mom. I'm gonna die right here. Wow, <laughs> this is so fucked up on my fucking birthday. Matt, fuck my birthday, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all, y'all could have been talking to the unknown soldier. Exactly. And then the last dude to come through ran over the. Uh, he did hit the. He hit the fucking antenna. Oh shit. He was new, new private driving the tank. Hit the antenna. The shit didn't work. Now, I got to get all this mangled up shit back on the generator, take it back, and explain what happened. Wow. Horrible fucking field exercise. Yeah, that was, that sounded pretty bad. But I did get an AAM out of it because the general was like, you was on point, and that unit paid for a new. Uh, you could have got it. You should have got an AAM just because you did it by yourself. Just because you did it by yourself. You should have got a silver medal. Let the folks shit. know what an AAM is uh, Army Achievement Medal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should. I should have got an Army Accommodation Medal. For being out there by my fucking shit, self. you should have got a silver medal for that shit. So yeah, I didn't. Because yeah. technically, them systems take at least two people to run. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to run off ships. It, Gen- no. Just generator switching alone, you can't have no one man doing that. So yeah, then you know, the motherfuckers finally came and got me. It was like, yo, we wanted you to come back a couple of hours ago. How the fuck you gonna tell me? <laughs> I ain't got no sister. I ain't got no combo. Was there no way to tell me unless they was on the fucking other end. So they had to drive down and let me know. Mind you, they only sent me out with a couple of MREs and some hot fucking water. Wow. The water was hot because it was in a fucking five-gallon jug yeah. that sat in the sun because there was no shade. So, yeah. Fuck my life. That was my worst field problem. Well, my worst deployment was without a doubt, hands down. After going to Desert Storm, field exercises was like a fucking, it was like a, a kindergarten field trip. Uh, yeah, I, I deployed to Desert Storm in uh, 90. Um, when I was in, I was in Germany, and that was my duty station at the time. Our unit uh, got selected to go. Uh, we were in a tropo unit, a troposphere, which is... Um, it's a radio wave that bounces off the troposphere. <clears throat> Excuse me, from one from one satellite to the uh, from one antenna to the other, and it's like a relay, like a chain. So uh, we were assigned to set up about fifty to uh, I think it was either fifty to like seventy five miles right outside of uh, uh, Kuwait City, north, headed towards going towards Iraq. And so it was just me and a three-man team, uh, me, a sergeant, and two specialists. Uh, I was a specialist as well, so two specialists and an E-5. Um, Eight-hour shifts in the middle of nowhere, mind you. This is the straight desert. 
So I would the reason why it was the worst deployment is because first of all it was an active war and we were by ourselves. So there was no cavalry to save us if the front line lost the war and they were able to push through. So that was probably one of the things that was very uneasy for me to go to sleep at night when I was able to sleep. Um, just it, it wasn't it wasn't cool. Like you see all these movies with, with people going to war and all that. It, it's it wasn't the same because I wasn't on the front line. I wasn't 11 Bravo. I wasn't fighting the, the battle at the front. But still, just knowing that, you know, it's just me and these three guys and anything could happen. So it it was it wasn't a it wasn't a, a very easy situation to to cope with or deal with. So uh yeah. That was probably hands down not one of the easiest situations I had to deal with in the military. But, you know, I'm sitting here talking about it today, so everything obviously went fine, but I mean, we had to drive through uh oil fields burning, tanks destroyed by our M1 Abrams. Mm-hmm. which at that time were the most elite tanks, you know, in the world. Uh, just to give you a, 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 a quick insight, an M1 Abrams can target something three miles out. The most updated equipment that the Iraqis had could only target something maybe a half a mile to a mile out. So They were more line of sight. Yeah, that just gives you an idea of how underrated the Iraqi army was against the United States. It, it was a no-win situation. I mean, our our tanks could pick them apart way before those guys could even get set up. So I mean, it was just it was just one of those things that I lived through, and you know had to deal with while I was out there. But you know, like I say, I'm here now to talk about it. But it it was a very uneasy situation while I was there. Okay, um, I ain't had like no real. I know that was a hard one to follow. I'm I mean, I'm, yeah, it's real hard. <laughs> for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't I follow. I was going to say, I had a blast when I was in Baghdad, but that would have just <laughs> fucked up the Fuck whole narrative of your story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, wasn't, it wasn't cool, but, you know, like I, I say. I don't have one that, I guess, in the lines of kind of like your feelings would be like when, um, when I first got to Korea and went out on a first field exercise, and so... I've never drove a uh, deuce in the hand. Well, I've, had, I've never drove a, tr- a truck. I only that grew up driving a car. <laughs> right, right, right. So not only they oh, want me to drive uh, a truck. Explain to the people what a deuce in the hand That's what I'm saying. I'm finna tell you. Not only did I'm not driving a truck, they want a deuce in the hand. So it's like. It's, it's a two and a half ton truck, but it's. On the same level as a dump truck, almost. Like, yes. like, if like you know what a dump truck is. Some, some that it's, big. It's like massive. a dump truck without the. Without the bucket, the dump. The dump. So right. I, I'm i I'm supposed to drive that. And on top of that, it's a stick shift. Right. No automatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have no idea stick. how to work a stick shift. So I have to drive not only a stick shift, <laughs> a fucking big deuce and a half truck. Carrying a million dollar van on the back of oh, it. Yeah. yeah. And so like the... When you see like driving in the Alps or something like the you going up a tall hill and over the over the side you look down and it's a, a big drop. Yeah, you look right. down, all you so see is two hundred and fifty. I gotta down. drive from the camp, which is our base. We call it a camp in Korea, and we, I gotta drive it to the where the site of the field problem. 
Oh, what the fuck? So I'm driving. <laughs> Missing gears. And I'm trying they to. Grind it, grind it. No, oh, yeah, exactly. And, and I'm driving by myself because I'm in a convoy and I'm like, there's nobody there to help me. So I'm just, hey, that was the worst <laughs> right. fucking feeling ever in my life. And, you know, I'm looking over over the window. You can see the, the countryside, but then as soon as you look down, you see number of rocks in the bottom of right. the Death. bottom of the world. And you're trying your best to drive it. <laughs> he said the bottom of the world. <laughs> I'm trying my best to drive it. Then don't stop because I can at least... If I'm in fifth gear, I can just go straight. We ain't got to worry about that. I, I can I can do that. Right. But if you slow down, then I got to try to figure out the gears. Then we got time to turn and like. <sighs> yeah, you you put it in the wrong gear when you're going too fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. start and then you're going up a hill, <laughs> so then you then you got a downshift. Yeah, then you clock back. Hey, I got an extreme oh, that's drive one, lesson. That's one thing I learned, nigga. I never downshifted. Put that bitch in neutral and brake till it till it stop. Yeah. And then when I stopped, went right back to first gear and took off again. No, I never downshifted. I, no, I slapped I that hoe in neutral. Shit, I'd do that with if I if I was to drive a, a stick shift car right now, I asked how I would I wouldn't downshift. I'd put it in neutral. Downshifts help you brake. Nah, 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 nah. It sound it sound like it's tearing the fucking car up when you do that yeah, shit. It's, it's using <laughs> the, the engine and transmission to slow you down. A little nah, bit. I always any stick shift I ever drove, car, deuce and a half, whatever, brake. straight neutral brake. When I come to a stop, when I start back up, back in first gear, yeah, take off again. So what if you just slow down? Hmm. What if you just slowing down? Do you go back to first? If you yeah, no, I go. I pop it in neutral. No, um, you you come into a light. Right. Light's red. You put it in neutral, you break it. Right. Light turned green. Huh. Oh, whatever gear it felt like I should be in. If I was doing maybe you, you a just if, No, if I if I was doing probably more than ten miles per hour, I'd probably pop it in second okay. and then take off from there. I, I, I it wasn't I, I see what you're saying. Right, like right, right. in them type situations. I had the mentality enough to know where I could probably take off from what gear if I put it in third, you could tell if you put it right. in too yeah. high of a gear. Yeah, then you know it, it. Yeah, it'll start pulling like that. But it was worse. With yeah, the but truck, though. but when it came to braking, though, nah, it was straight neutral and then brakes. Yeah, that was that was that was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst feeling ever. And on the field exercise, I just trying to get there. I was, can I make it there and be alive without right. tipping over to the side? Right. Like well, I see my mama again. Yeah, yeah. That's I learned how to I learned how to drive a stick when I was in Germany because we had to drive two and a half ton trucks. Yeah, I, so, I knew before I got there, but you know, driving a deuce and a half is totally different from driving a car. Right. It, oh, it is. It yeah. is because a car just got a little short throw. And a car is not as heavy as a deuce and a half right. is, so it's gonna feel a lot different. And then too. you know, our deuce and a halves had the the uh, the van on the back. And was pulling the generator. Right. So yeah, it was so I a had lot heavier. A lot of drag, yeah. And it was horrible on gas. Right. So you either had one that was horrible on gas or was going to run out of gas. That was the only two choices. Good thing you had some <laughs> gas cans strapped on there. Right, because you have like 20 gas cans strapped to it. So if you ran out, you could just fill that shit up right there on the side of the road. Yeah, that mud moving and the snail pace going up a hill is how steep it was. So I'm exactly. doing, oh, yeah. I'm doing about 15 miles an hour going up a hill. And you in fifth gear whining, whining. Exactly. trying to get up that shit, yo. Then, as you say, you going up, you on the outside lane, so you closer to the edge of the road, and you looking over. Oh, fuck. So, Lord, please just let me make it. 
Yeah, we didn't we didn't have to deal with that in Germany. We just on the yeah, autobahn. We, we just on the autobahn watching cars fly by us. But you know how how that is for a nineteen year old coming right. into the army. Yes, and then, I do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know, that's your first time. Hey, you get to then you're in a foreign country. You know, you're like ah and shit. Take this truck and go to. And everybody in the unit is like, oh, it ain't nothing. Let's go ahead. Yeah, let's go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you, all you do is make two lefts and a right and yeah, you're down. Right. <laughs> and maybe it would have been okay if somebody would have been in the truck with me, but you, I'm in that mother by myself. Nah, I feel right. you. I was like, oh, my God. I get it. Yeah, I so. get it. Very challenging for a young man would or a you, young woman. Hey, would you let your kids uh, join the military? I let my kids do whatever they want to do. I mean, if they ask me about the military, I'll tell them. I'll give them my point of view of it, you know, being you that I, give them the whole being that I have two daughters. You tell them that it's motherfuckers like you there. Being, yeah, being, that's why I'm, I'm, let me get to that point. Who being that, that point? I, being that's that I have, being that I have two daughters, I will definitely let them know. Look out for cats that gonna tell you I love you right now. Yeah, I right. definitely let them know. Tell you I love you. If a motherfucker tell you he love you, <laughs> that motherfucker is full of shit. Okay. <laughs> Right at the beginning. Because I was that motherfucker <laughs> that was telling motherfuckers I love. But Dad, you're great, so that must mean he's a great guy. No. I tell you what, they bring a motherfucker <laughs> to my house telling me he said he loved me. I'm going to show that motherfucker my nine and my AR. Right. Speaking of AR, uh, uh, Charlemagne the God, black folks own ARs. He said that shit on the on, on his Brady on the, I don't listen to shit he on said. the on the show. He said the other day, it was a guy that that did a, a, a home invasion, mm-hmm. and he uh, they was trying. You know, he got this part on his segment on on the show on the Breakfast Club where they say you got to guess what race he was, and because he had an AR-15, Charlemagne the God was like, it's a white guy because black people don't own ARs. Yeah. Niggas with felons don't own ARs. Charlemagne the right. God, okay. Uh, black people well, own ARs because I know quite I a few. You see my face. <laughs> I know quite a few niggas with ARs, so right. don't get that shit twisted. <laughs> yeah, ARs, shotguns, and pistols. Right. People. Yeah. Own but them. yeah, I I had to bring that point up. But yeah, if my daughter show up at my house with motherfucker tell about they love him, <laughs> his ass is gonna get grilled oh, like yeah. the Supreme Court. You say he might do love him. <laughs> That I'm gonna find out. <laughs> you gonna find out if he really do love her. You gonna find out if he really I, at the end of the day, I'm gonna know that he really love. You gonna find out. He gonna either love her. He gonna be scared out of his fucking mind. <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit, yeah. A little bit of both. And he don't want to pull him. He don't want me to pull no bad boy on him. Where I got the two crazy uncles over there, hey, putting a the gun, and flash, shaking a gun in his face. Get that chitty, chitty, bang, uh, bang, chitty, chitty, bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? So get him in the garage. Be like, you ever been fucked by a man? <laughs> do you, you want, want to? to? <laughs> Be no fucking night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Be, be no, no fucking, fucking night. night. <laughs> not ten on one, not ten on two, ten motherfucker on a dot, bitch. Right. Oh, I'm coming hunting, bitch. I can GPS your ass. Exactly. Yeah, but nah. I mean, that's 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 they life choice, man. I ain't gonna dictate them. If that's what they want to do, man. Then so be it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be one of them parents that. Trying to stop their kids from so doing because you want them to live they, your life because you couldn't well, live it out. A lot of people, you know, like think America don't care about black people, so why go join the military? Why fight why, for someone else's war? Right? Why, why fight for somebody that don't give a fuck about you? My thing was, I didn't join to go fight, even though uh, you knew that that was a possibility. There's a storm jumped off, and I was like, I want to go. They was like, sit your crazy ass down, and I went to Korea instead. But uh, 
I, I see it as had I not joined, I don't think I would be a free man today. Because it was nothing to do back home except right. get in trouble. Right. And after I left going to Korea, my mom told me the police was at my house asking questions. About you? Who the fuck else they going to be asking questions oh. about? Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah. it's life-changing, man. Like, you know, like for us. You know, I was, I was fucking bored. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers know how I get. I'd be like, shit, this seems like man, a good that's, idea. Man, that's you and every other person, man. Right. Mother, motherfucker get bored and they start doing shit. Doing shit that they normally that, wouldn't do. That, that'll, that could change their life overnight. In, in in two minutes, your life could be changed. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it was like two weeks after I got to Korea. She was like, they came to the house asking questions. And it was like, long as he don't come right back home, he good. Yeah, I mean, you was already in, so. Yeah, and I wasn't coming home. He wasn't coming home anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For at least a year. Right. Maybe so, more. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's just one of them. That's what they want to do. I'm going to just fill them in and let them know, you know, my experiences. What about you, uh, DJ? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty much the same. I, uh, I, I had no problem with them joining the military. And uh, I would tell them what it's all about. From my from my point of view, from what I saw, I would tell them what it's all about, what you're getting into. Right. Just make sure you get out of it as much as they try and get out of you. Right, yeah. And, and then being that we know what we know, their experience will be tenfold what we what our yeah. experience was, right? Like, you know, because we could hip them to so much more that we wasn't hip to, yeah, we, we wasn't uh, that hip we to. missed out on. Yeah. Speaking of hippie, yeah, uh, my oldest son, I tried to guide him that way. He chose not to. He would be out now, and he had done everything except pick a job. Wow. Then he was like, Dad, I don't want to go. I was like, say how say what? He was like, Dad. You was in I your feelings really about it? Boy, was I? I was like, bruh. I was I gave you the yellow brick road. Right. All you had to do is walk it. Walk it. I gave you You gave him the map and a GPS coordinate. Exactly. And he was like, That's that's not how I want to live. I was like, all right. So he went another path. Now, when his little brothers get to that age, you know, if they are, if they are considered an academic, I'm gonna tell them it wouldn't do you any justice. Right. No. No. It, absolutely. But if they sitting there, don't know what they want to do in life, I'm gonna let them know. Look, going to the military is gonna do two things for you. It's gonna toughen you up a little bit. And it's guaranteed to give you a check because I ain't never not get my check. Right. I was like, and then you can see the world. You can go out and you can put your feelers out, see if that's what you like. And if it's not, you can get out. And then depending on the MOS, it's a guaranteed job when you get out. For those that don't know, MOS is military occupational skills. There you go. Your job description, basically. I don't know why you pointed at me when you had to answer your damn self. you said it. You said, oh, well, you you threw it out there. Hey, I know what what MOS is, but as far as the acronym, the... the, the, But yeah, it was like, when I first uh, decided to join, I was going to be a truck driver. I got a homeboy back at home now that's still mad because... We were going to be truck drivers together. Oh, y'all was going to buddy up? Uh, yeah, we, we came in, you know, we was like, hey, we we going to do this together. He was in Korea. 
Wow. Oh, shit. Right. He was in Korea. He was right down the street from me, you know. But I went combo because, you know, you can talk about us, but you can't talk without us. Right. Mm. I mean, uh, and that brought up a point. Uh, like when you go and sign, say you're going to go to the military and you this what you want to do, make sure you have a kind of like an ideal of what, what you want to do. Because yeah. I had no idea what I wanted to be in it. No. Right. But on that note, too, that also balances with whatever your ASVAB score is, too. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but you can't it, go in there with no ASVAB score and be like, I want to be a tactical satellite operator. It's got to be your, your ASVAB but, uh, has to reflect that. Reflect it, yeah. ASVAB score, ASVAB test is something that I guess they still do it in high school. They do. 11th yeah. or 12th grade, you yeah. take an ASVAB test. Right. That's what the military uses oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, to give you uh, the advice on, okay, your ASVAB score is 100. So you're eligible for these jobs. So the higher your ASVAB score is, the more, the, the, the more opportunities you are, are offered to you. Unless they think you can't see, then they won't let you be an air traffic controller because they didn't think I could see. Oh, for real? My my grades were high enough. They was like, yeah, we don't think you can see well enough to be an uh, air traffic controller. Well, you ain't never wore glasses as far as I know. I still don't wear glasses. I'm fucking 50. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. Nine motherfuckers. But the, that same, the same job they offered me, too. Nah, they didn't offer me. They that. offered it to you? Yeah. They offered the air traffic control job. They like they told me I couldn't do it. So and his ass is way more blinded than you because he wear glasses. Right. Yeah, I've been in front of. They didn't offer it to me as soon as my blind. What do you think I do? Hey, as soon as my blind ass walked in there, it was like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Look, he was he was taking the sheet going. (laughs) He was like, nah, not this guy. Well, what I'm saying about that is because I didn't know what I wanted to do, and so a guy before me, you know, you. Uh, you in this, the what the MEP station? The MEP, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they'll go in there and review with you your scores and tell you what jobs you qualify to be in and stuff. And so they have from the bottom job, which is maybe third, what infantry up until oh, eleven, bang, bang, baby. Yeah, so buddy. yeah, you gotta uh, have a somebody. I'm sitting there, I'm, you know, lost, and a guy come out. He he said, man, I said, man, fuck you. He he gonna tell me uh, uh, I can be a tank driver. I'm like, what kind of, what I'm going to do when I get out the Army? I'm going to go to McDonald's and say, hey, can I get hired on the McDonald's? What you did in the military? I drove I tanks. Drove tank, right. And I said, up until that point, till he said that, I had it never done on me that to look past the military into, into, oh, yeah, into, into the, the, the future. future yeah. Into the future. So when he said that, that made me like, oh, shit, okay, now I need to think about what I what I want to do. Because hadn't he not, I probably would have took you know, because they, they will say you on me and that. Oh, they'll say you on that. Thir- that 13 Bravo, oh, if yeah. the number's low, they'll be like, hey, yeah. you know, you'll they be a perfect fit. that position. Yeah, trying to perfect fit. But yeah, it's, I know a lot of people got fucked over into being cooks that didn't want to cook. And speaking of that, so my cousin was going to, he was going to sign on the army and hold nine. So he wanted to be a cook, but he wanted to be, he really wanted to be a chef. Right. Yeah, Which but is, that's still the path to it. But that's, it's different. It's a, it's, it's a, a difference, path. of course. You're it's cooking a, for the masses. That's exactly that. what I was telling But I you said. still learn the whole art of cooking, though. He wanted to be just a straight chef. He, oh, he well. wanted to go in cooking a, for general. C- well, culinary school. Yeah, he he no. wanted culinary school. So I told him, I said, hey, I get it. You want to learn. I said, I said, but going into the military, going to the Army, being a cook is not the same as being a chef going to a culinary right. school. You cooking for over 15, maybe more people a day 
lunch, breakfast. You're going to wake up at 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock. you said 15, you mean like 1,500, right? 1,500, 15,000. Because I was going to say that child had more than 15 motherfuckers in there. But I'm going to say, you're going to wake up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, be at the child house cooking breakfast for over all these people to be ready for breakfast by 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning. And then you got to come back for lunch and all that stuff. I said it's not what you think it is. Come back, baby. but it's still it's it's still the it's still the art of cooking and it's still the pressure. It's, it's like if you a chef, you got to have this meal prepped. At the, the folks that made they they done made their order. They waiting on their meal. It's the same thing like the child. But it teaches, it, it, bro. No. It teaches but you had discipline. He, had he had the mindset to think like that, he yeah. would have accepted it. Right. He, it, he, it doesn't it doesn't automatically roll like that. Yeah. Because. What he wanted to do, he wanted to make fancy meals. That's all he. That's all he looked he at. He didn't want to make bacon and eggs and stuff. Right, he, I got you. He couldn't accept it. His vision wasn't what yeah. the army his, was his showing. His vision him. was beyond right. those but, hamburgers that we wanted. Yeah. Right. So he couldn't accept because them hamburgers was pretty fucking good. <laughs> hey man, it's yeah. fucking great. Not hey. to mention the baked beans I was on use point. One right now. <laughs> hey, that, that, hey, that breakfast. But he yeah, couldn't buddy. accept it. He, I was trying to tell him. I said, Hey man, this is this is what it is. It's not going to be that it's going to be this but because you cooking for the masses and stuff so you're a dream killer yeah i was, I was trying to be realistic about it. <laughs> yeah i, I mean you still could have so said it he's he is he, 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 he a chef now uh, he he got out <laughs> he didn't he didn't like the job no what was he doing he was a cook so he went regardless of what you say but he didn't he his again his he ex- figured it out yeah that wasn't what he wanted you yeah. dream killer now nah, I was trying to be reality. A re- DJ is a dream killer. I was trying to give him some reality, like somebody Pink gave it to time. me. Because if not, you go in there. Uh, I didn't know what I wanted to be. Once they started tossing shit out, and he told me what I was qualified for, like he he started off with the highest. What I what with my because I think my average score was like an eighty nine or something it was like that. that. Huh? It was higher than that. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever it was. Like, how he know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, to be what uh, we were, it was higher. I, I think it was uh, like up in the thousands. I think. Yeah. Nah. Oh, he thousands. talking about the numbers. The, the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he talking about the percent. Maybe with the. Oh, maybe the percentage. Yeah, percentile. Yeah, use percentile. Is okay. What you was you was looking at? But I, when he started breaking it down to me, thing, and he said tactical satellite microwave systems operator, I was like, sounds like something I want to do. <laughs> and then he <laughs> was like, and then he was like, sign up for five years, you get a three thousand dollar bonus. I was Fuck like, yeah. even better. <laughs> yeah. I was like, sounds like something I want to do. And then he was like, AIT is in Fort Gordon in Georgia? Yep. I was like, yes. I don't even remember him telling me about AIT. He just, Signed me up. He just said. Uh, oh, I knew all of that stuff. Leaving. He probably yeah. did, but I just no, don't he remember told me. I was, It was input overload for you then. Yeah, you was good. just sitting there with hey. your eye out. Cause when that dude, when I, if it had, that dude came back, said, "Man, I'm fucking job I'm doing working at McDonald's." Talking about I'm a tank driver. So then when I walked in, he said, "Well, we got this job. We got a uh, air traffic controller. We got this, 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 this." And I'm sitting there thinking, "I'm like, our air traffic controller. I'm gonna be stressed the fuck out because I'm gonna be worried about if I make sure." Probably because I had just watched the movie. Some well, yeah, crash. and see, at that time in that era, man, aircraft controllers didn't have a good name. Because motherfuckers was flying planes into each other. <laughs> yeah. Shit so, was crashing. You know what? So I remember the air, air traffic controllers for in the 90s, dog, did not, you know. Wasn't glamorous. First of all, it wasn't that many of them. So them niggas was overworked. 
Right. And they was well, fucking up. They still aboard. Well, still yeah, up. but they was fucking up big time. Yeah. So yeah. So being I just an air traffic the, controller was like, like a lot oh, of no, stress. No, 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 no. I, don't, I just remember him offering me that, and I like I could have took that, and who knows what would have been. But I like no. Nah. You'd have a lot of money right now. Oh probably yeah, so. you'd probably be. You probably I, wouldn't even be air traffic controller. I, you'd I got probably a be a girl in California right now. She was in uh, in Germany with me. She's air traffic controller. How she look? She cute. Oh yeah, she real cute. Well, she was cute. Thirty years ago. Well, she's still cute today. Oh yeah. 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 How you know? Yeah. You want me to give you her husband number? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, yeah. So somehow another. I saw. You can give her husband the podcast address. I will. I, I give it to both of them. Yeah. So I I picked that, but who like? But who see, knows? but see, like that's that goes like the last podcast, man. We talking about the decisions we make, dog. Yep. We all. all who who knows where that, we would have been that we all made the same decision and, and thirty years from now, dog, we we still we kicking still and here. talking about shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like I said, I, talking about how stupid we was when we made the decisions that we did. Right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't change it for I'm the world. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, the reason why we met is because they offered me a bonus. Dude, they offered me five thousand dollars. <laughs> right. Shit. It, I was I, like, for what? Six years, huh? Yes. Yeah. See, I got. I, the, four years. I only signed up for five, so I got three. I only signed up for four, but they got me with the college plan, so that's why. Oh. So, bruh, when I got my money, I went smooth to the PX to the audio video section and got the biggest fucking infinity speaker. Well, I ain't gonna lie. When I got my money, oh, I Lord. got my mom on one of them necklaces. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get my money until I was. Uh, and then you got Connie the boombox, huh? But I ain't have my money then. Oh. I asked for it. I was like, yo, when I get my money, they was like, you got to be your first duty set. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh. shit. I yeah, got, it wasn't instant. I got to Korea, and I was in the room with two white dudes, and they used to bump that fucking rock and roll. I was like, soon as I get my motherfucking It's on, home, bitch. I went in there, and I had uh, Digital Underground's first album. Oh. And I bumped the fuck out of it. And you'd be like, dude, your music's too fucking loud. Fuck you. <laughs> Turn that Garth Brooks off, bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, of course, that didn't last long. They moved me out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. For sure. Yeah, but I'm sure, I, I think knowing you guys as long as I've been knowing y'all, I know that if either any one of y'all kids wanted to join the military, I know it wouldn't get no pushback from y'all. No, it mm-hmm. wouldn't. Unless, unless one of them fools end up being an academic. Which, yeah, uh, exactly. Looking at their grades one last of them, week, nah. <laughs> looks looks <laughs> like it might be Uncle Sam for them. Uncle Sam for the kids. <laughs> it's early. It's early. They got shot. Yeah, they, they, yeah your kids they, way too young. They're not in high school. Your kids so, way yeah. too young to yeah, be trying to early. make that they decision. Got shot. They, just, they just try to find a way. But, yeah. yeah, but yeah, definitely, if they definitely academic. On that level, oh yeah, I won't support that. Yeah, but I like to say, but I mean, shit, they could be, they could be on academic level too.